Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, we're going to look at a really cool crystal layout that you can use for emotional health and well-being. But before we get started, I want to take a moment to answer one of our listener questions. So remember, you can submit your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com slash ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. So today's question comes from Charlene Miller. Charlene asks, is it possible that some chakras can be both underactive and overactive at the same time? Learning more about the meanings of the chakras, it seems that I have some energy centers that display qualities of overactive and underactive, which I thought was really strange. I look forward to your answer. Charlene, this is a great question, and I think any time an energy center in our body is out of balance, it's really natural that it might display some qualities of an overactive center and some qualities of an underactive center. So underactive meaning that the chakra is deficient in energy and overactive meaning that it has excessive energy. Now, when it's out of balance, it can sometimes display qualities of both, but we really have to look at is which way it's kind of leaning, which types of energy are more predominant. Now, what's really helpful in this situation is you can actually work with a crystal pendulum and ask the question, is this chakra overactive? Is this chakra underactive? And here's something really interesting. You might get a yes to both of these questions, and here's why. When our chakras aren't in balance, they often go through a period of flux where they're bouncing around from one extreme to the other because as our energy shifts, maybe it becomes really overactive, there's tons of energy there, and it just kind of burns itself out and then it flips back to being underactive. And then our body naturally tries to correct that imbalance by pumping energy to the center and it becomes overactive again. So this is a clear indication when there's a chakra that's really, really not in alignment. So it is common, it does happen, and it will kind of flip-flop between the two over a short period of time. And so this is just an indication that it's a center that really needs some attention. So grab your crystals, make sure that you work on this particular center, give it a little extra love. Um, And that was such a good question, Charlene, so thank you so much for asking. Now, if you have some questions that you'd like me to answer about crystals, spirituality, or heart-centered business, or just anything else you're curious about right now, you can let me know over at loveandlightschool.com slash ask. And now it's time to dive into our main topic for today, which is our crystal layout for emotional healing. As always, you can see a great diagram of this crystal layout over on our blog at loveandlightschool.com slash 
blog. So if you want a little kind of chart, a little overview of what this looks like so you can actually see it and better picture where these crystals are supposed to be placed as I'm going through, hop over to the blog right now and check it out. So when it comes to your overall well-being, of course, your emotional health is really important. This is an integral part of keeping yourself balanced and aligned. And crystal layouts are a really great way to help you achieve emotional balance. So the layout that I'm sharing with you today heals emotional wounds and also shields you from outside energy that's not for your highest good. So that energy that we normally qualify as being negative. So for this layout, you'll need seven selenite crystals, two rhodochrosite crystals, four blue lace agate crystals, and one cross stone. And of course, we'll talk about a few substitutions just in case you don't have those stones available. So I just want to give a little intro here. When you're performing any type of crystal layout, of course, you want to be sure that you're working with cleansed stones and that you're doing it in a place where you won't be disturbed because you really want to allow the healing energy to kind of sink in. So this can be your sacred space, or if you have a dedicated healing room, this is perfect. So you're going to start this layout by placing your seven selenite stones in a really large seven-pointed star. So this is going to be so big that it surrounds your entire physical body. So the topmost point of this seven-pointed star will go directly above your head, and then you'll have one crystal near each shoulder, one crystal near each hip, and one crystal near each foot. So you might be thinking, Ashley, why did you choose a seven-pointed star? That's kind of complicated. Most of us are used to five-pointed stars. Those are the ones we learn to draw when we're little kids. We can really picture the symmetry and geometry there. But when we get to the seven-pointed star, it's a little bit difficult to visualize. Well, the reason for this is really specific. So the human aura has seven layers, and each of the points in this star represents and connects with one of those auric layers. Now, since selenite is a really powerful energy cleanser, it helps dissolve any energetic imprints that have been stored throughout these seven different layers of your aura. Now, these imprints, these energy imprints are created when we experience emotional trauma. So these are little energetic pieces that kind of get stuck in our aura, and these are parts of the energetic baggage that we carry around. So by cleansing these imprints, you start to actually heal and transform the emotional body. Now, additionally, the seven-pointed star shape itself is known for being really highly protective. So it also works to shield your energy body even after you've left the layout. So after placing these seven selenite crystals, and you can use tumbled stones, you can use selenite blades or wands for this, it's really up to you. Um, If you needed to make some substitutions, you could also work with clear quartz here. After these have been placed, you'll place the rhodochrosite stones next to each ear, just behind the earlobe, kind of in that place where the head meets the neck. And this is actually the location of your past life chakras. And emotional debris and information from your previous incarnations and lifetimes can actually get stored in these minor chakra energy centers behind the ears at the center of the past life chakras. Now, rhodochrosite enhances acceptance and it promotes forgiveness. So this is the perfect stone to use in this area to help release any residual resentment or fear or negativity from these past life centers 
that has carried over from your past lives into your current lifetime. So if the emotional imbalance that you're dealing with you suspect might come from a past life issue rather than something in your current lifetime, you're kind of addressing that here with rhodochrosite. Now, after the emotional body has been repaired through the placement of the selenite and the rhodochrosite, you're now going to work to rebalance the energy and the aura. So to do this, you're going to surround your physical body with four blue lace agate stones. And these will go just inside of that seven-pointed selenite star that you made. So to do this, you're going to surround your body with these four blue lace agate stones, one above the head, one directly in alignment beneath the first crystal, but below the feet. So you have one above the head, one between and below your feet, and then one on either side of the body, about halfway between the top and bottom stones. So this will usually be kind of near the area of the hips. The energy of the blue lace agate works to really calm and soothe your energy body, and it helps start this process of bringing your energy field back into balance. It's really soothing. It kind of like presses the reset button on your emotional health. Now to enhance and amplify the overall effectiveness of the entire layout, you're going to finish it off by placing a cross stone over the heart chakra with the little arms or lines of the cross on the cross stone aligned with the four blue lace agate stones. So it'll point up, down, and side to side. Cross stone creates a really protective shield around your emotional body that sets energetic boundaries and keeps outside energy from entering your aura. So it's kind of like putting up a shield and going, you know what, I'm in this emotionally vulnerable place. I don't need any outside energy or influence coming in and affecting me while I'm doing my healing. So that's what this cross stone is great for. So if you don't have the rhodochrosite that we talked about for the past life chakras, you can also work with rhodonite, pink opal, or black obsidian. All of these are great for past life healing as well as dissolving emotional debris. Instead of the four blue lace agate stones, you could substitute in some blue chalcedony, blue calcite, or even blue kyanite. And for the cross stone, if you don't have one of these, you can work with a fairy cross, which is also known as starolite, or you can work with turquoise because it's a stone of the four directions. Once all of the stones have been placed in the layout, you should stay in this layout for about 15 to 20 minutes or until you intuitively feel that your emotional energy has been brought back into balance. Then you'll remove the crystals in the opposite order they were placed. So you'll start by taking off that cross stone, then the blue lace agate crystals, then the rhodochrosite, then the selenite, because just as you slowly built the energy up, you're going to be taking it back down and kind of regrounding slowly. After your crystals have been removed, cleanse them thoroughly, and then make sure to ground yourself before returning to your daily activities. So grab your favorite grounding crystal, maybe a black tourmaline, maybe a smoky quartz, a petrified wood, a red jasper, a garnet, something that feels really good and grounding, and just sit with it for a few minutes, hold it in your hands, or even place it below your feet just to get you reconnected to your physical body. Now, if you enjoyed this layout, it came from my book, Crystals for Energy Healing, so you can learn more about it there. And again, to see a picture of what this should look like, feel free to pop over to loveandlightschool.com blog. 
Okay, and now it's time for our trending this week segment. So as you know, each week in this segment, I bring you a quick discussion on something that's happening in the world of crystal healing and spirituality or something that I'm really loving right now that I want to share. So this week, I really wanted to talk about crystal candles. So you've probably seen these all over Instagram and on Etsy. They are so beautiful. There are some really talented people out there making some phenomenal candles that actually have crystals in them. So why would we do this? Why would we want to use these? Well, think about the magic and energy that comes from burning a candle. You're lighting a flame. You're setting an intention. You're holding space for something to manifest. And when you add crystal energy to that, you really can't go wrong because you're further focusing that energy with the healing qualities of those particular crystals. So I thought I would just highlight a few of my personal favorite crystal candle makers um, because there are some really, really good ones out there. So probably my favorite is Raven's Hearth. Um, I like these candles because they're beautiful. They have these amazing crystals in them. They burn a really long time and they're all handmade. So this is a small business. You can learn more about Raven's Hearth candles at ravenshearth.bigcartel.com. So I really like these. Um, the creator of Raven's Hearth actually brought some of these candles into my new age store, Mimosa Books and Gifts in Madison, Wisconsin. And that's how I got introduced to them. And there are some that are kind of based around different things. So there, there are some that are for abundance or some that are for the moon phases. There are some that are based on the elements. But my favorite, favorite candles that Raven's Hearth makes are the new moon and full moon candles. These are amazing. They are gorgeous. Um, they have had such a long burn time and you can get them in little tins, which are the ones I really like, but they also make them in tea light size, which is really helpful. So I would definitely recommend checking out Raven's Hearth. There's a similar company, um, that I actually have not bought anything from yet just because they're based out of Australia. So for me here in the U S shipping is a bit much, but if you're in New Zealand or Australia, you might want to check out Unicorn Manor. So you can find them at unicornmanor.com. They have tons of other stuff other than just candles. They have crystals and smudge bundles and all kinds of things like that. Um, but the candles are particularly beautiful. I mean, there are just the most amazing, amazing looking candles. They're a little bit on the pricey side, I will say. And like I said, I haven't tested them out myself yet, so I can't speak to the quality, but I stalk them on Instagram pretty regularly. They are phenomenal looking. Um, so if you are in Australia or New Zealand, that might be a better fit just because of the shipping. And then finally, there's a company that does something a little bit different. Rather than putting crystals in their candles, they actually make crystal-shaped candles. And so this is Zen Den Candles, and you can find them at zendencandles.com. They have the most beautiful candles that look like crystal clusters. So they look like clusters of amethyst or citrine, and they're shiny and beautiful, and they're kind of molded into different shapes. So they're really pretty cool. They have some that are 
taller kind of abundance formation clusters, some that are like a regular flat shaped cluster, but they come in tons of different colors. Again, I'd say maybe a little bit on the pricey side, but if you're looking for something really special or something that would be a nice gift, I think these would definitely be something to check out. Um, they'd also be just so, so pretty in your healing art space or your sacred space because they're really unique. There's something really special. So check those out, Raven's Hearth, Unicorn Manor, and Zen Den Candles. Well, that's it for today's show. I hope that you enjoyed it and found a lot of value in this episode. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you enjoyed the show today, of course, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash listen. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe through that link as well so you never miss a future episode. And if you do decide to take just a minute to leave me a review, I'll give you my crystal chakra healing step-by-step class as a free gift. So once you've posted your review, just take a screenshot of it and send it over to me at support at loveandlighthealingschool.com and my team and I will get your class all set up for you and reply back with details about how you can get started. So I did want to take a moment just to give a big shout out to Bouchette Design. So Bouchette Design says, inspirational. I love all the incredible and thoughtful information on your podcast. It is a positive part of my day listening to your episodes. I'm currently creating a tarot deck and find your podcast so inspirational as I'm on this journey. Keep up the beautiful work. So Bouchette Design, thank you so much. I can't wait to see what your tarot deck is like when it comes out. So get in touch with me on Instagram through DM and send me some pictures. Let me know what you're working on at Love and Light School. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com.